Hey guys, welcome back to the Get A Little Weird podcast. My name's Nate. I'm back to recording in my car. So if you hear this sound, it means that I'm uh, turning. <laughs> um, if you hear this sound, which is almost no sound at all, it means I'm backing up. Uh, and I could figure that just about everyone that knows what a car crash sounds like will be able to hear that. <laughs> um, if if I am to get into a car crash. Um, now, obviously, if I were to get into a car crash, I would finally have to edit something out of a podcast because... Uh, I absolutely would not want to be, uh, for the podcast to be used as evidence against me, so. <laughs> but, so what, uh, what I'm, what I'm attempting to do this, uh, this is day three of, um, of a five-day weekend that I, that I got because, uh, Sorry, um, this is three day. This is a three day weekend that I received because of a, um, a a change. A big change has happened recently. Uh, I uh, left the sanitation apartment at Dot Foods, and I have uh, become a material material handler there. So, uh, driving some machines and uh, picking product. Um, wrapping product, you know, putting it on a pallet, getting it ready to get sent out to the next, uh, warehouse for it to sit in for a while, so, uh, um, yeah, so, originally, when I started this job on the 24th of January, I started training, uh, Monday through Thursday, well, they're moving me to my new shift, which is still first shift, but it's, uh, it's, uh, Wednesday to Saturdays now, so, I got off on Thursday night, and, uh, I won't return until Wednesday morning, so that's kind of, that's kind of a neat thing, um, it's not something that you typically, you know, receive, um, when you started your job, but it's, it's, been kind of a blessing this weekend, get, getting more rest than I need, I feel like, and, uh, um, but yeah, so I did the, I did the latest episode on Friday, and my goal kind of was to, uh, for today, um, tomorrow and the next, just crank three episodes out and see if, see if that anything can come of it, um, I've kind of, I've been kind of, honestly, like, besides the rest and stuff, I've been kind of, you know, big shocker, I've been kind of depressed on my day off, um, so, uh, except for on Friday, I did, I did hang out on Friday with Brad, um, and we, we hit up, uh, we hit up Subway at, uh, Oxford Walmart, so, uh, that was really, that was really fun, but yeah, I feel like yesterday was kind of a bummer, so, uh, and I, a, a bit of the start of Friday was kind of a bummer for me, so, uh, 
so yeah, so speaking of, speaking of, uh, Subway in Oxford Walmart. There's a funny story about that that just came to mind because the man who said the thing I'm going to eventually say was the man who helped us um, uh, at at Subway, uh, helped build our sandwiches. So, um, uh, first thing I've got to say before I say the story is. Um, shout out to Seth because he uh, convinced me to get a steak wrap at Subway. It is not something I would have ever considered getting. He said he always gets it on the on the um, sun roasted or sun dried tomatoes, something roasted tomato. I don't know. There's tomato like infused into this wrap, so. Um, I was like, ah, you know, he knows what, he knows what's going on, because he turned me on to McDonald's chicken sandwiches, uh, he turned me on to, uh, I don't know, some other good burgers and stuff, so, he's got a win, he's got a winning record, oh, he turned me on to the Daily Double at McDonald's, too, so, yeah, he's got a winning record when it comes to sandwiches, so I was like, ah, I'll give it a try, could not have gone better it was really it was really awesome and honestly like the the steak i i get um i get the chipotle on there and ranch and with that and the steak juices and everything melting together um it almost came out as a uh it almost came out as like how do you say it almost like a gravy which sounds nasty but it truly wasn't. It was really good. Um, so, a couple years ago, I'm going to say it was definitely when I worked in Miami. Um, and I'm going to say it was probably... No, maybe it wasn't when I was in Miami. I don't know. It was either right at the end or short, shortly thereafter when I worked in Miami. But anyways... We go, um, the three of us meet up at Subway at Oxford, um, the one in Walmart. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was myself, Brad, and Trevor, uh, Trevor Snyder, who's been on the podcast. Um, and I had, like, recently, I think actually, yeah, this, so this might have been when I worked at Pizza, Pizza, uh, Pizza Hut or shortly thereafter. Um, because when I worked at Pizza Hut, I found out that you can, uh, you can get whatever you want on any pizza, which I did not know. Um, I think that's when they brought the build your own, build your own pizzas out, you know? And so, uh, he, uh, we, we go up and, uh, I think it had maybe been a while since I'd been into Subway or something, and and the guy was like, you know, how can I help you or whatever, and I was like, well, I was like, I was like, I've got a question, could, um, could I get anything I want on, on a sub? He goes, dude, this ain't Pizza Hut, <laughs> and we were like we were dying laughing and that's kind of been like a 
that's been a catchphrase. I mean, even to people who who weren't there. I mean, people who I who I tell the story with, and I'll go I'll go eat out um, at a restaurant with someone, and and I'm like looking at the menu. I ask the waiter like, or some maybe someone else at the table asks the waiter like, Hey, can I get this on? You know, and either Stephanie or I will be like, Dude, this ain't Pizza Hut, like. <laughs> Which, you know, little did that guy know. At Pizza Hut, you can get anything you want on any pizza, so, you know. But it, I don't know. I, I just think that's a really funny, I think that's a really funny story. Because I think while we're on the, while I'm on the subject of Subway, uh, a lot of this show, maybe not a lot of it, but a, honestly, a lot of what I want this show to be is uh, top fives. And so, I will now list my top five um, Subway subs currently because I could do all I could do all time but some ha- some have diminished in uh, likability um, for reasons mostly um, attributed to my beard um, because some of these sandwiches are messier than, than the others um, so I'm going to say I'm gonna say five on the list. We'll say one is the best. So, so starting with number five, I gotta say uh, buffalo chicken. Um, and and it's all foot long. It's never been anything less than foot long. So, um, yeah. So number five is buffalo chicken. It's pretty awesome. I get I get the standard. I I get the standard. Um, kind of uh, like load out of, of veggies on on my sandwich, no matter what sandwich it is. So when I go there, I always always got to get lettuce, spinach, red onion, banana pepper. Now jalapeno is I just got to be feeling it, but it's it's on it's always on the list in my head, and you know if I'm with Stephanie, I won't. I won't typically get peppers on my sandwich, but if it's just me, sometimes I'm just not feeling, you know, sometimes maybe I eat salsa the the night before and I'm just like, my stomach's not going to take it or whatever. I don't know. But, uh, so yeah, lettuce, spinach, um, red onion, banana pepper, jalapeno, pickles, and then, uh, I was, I would say a bunch, uh, or... Well, you got bell peppers, but then I say a bunch of olives, like black olives. Because um, if you don't say a bunch, they literally put like five to eight black olives on your sandwich. And there's no sense. I mean, if you if you order black olives, you want to be able to taste black olives. Um, it's not just some filler fruit or something like that. So... <clears throat> So yeah, gotta say a, a, a bunch of black olives, and then uh, condiments are a little bit different. So I'll, I'll I'll say specific to the sandwich which condiments. So on the buffalo chicken, I always get um, ranch and chipotle Southwest, which is called something different now. Um, so that's number five, buffalo chicken. Number four is meatball marinara. I love this sandwich and to um 
it may surprise people. Um, the same veggie loadout that I would have on anything else is on this meatball marinara. I mean, it's it's almost like eating a, sa a salad on your sandwich. Um, and it's not, you know, I think it makes the meatball marinara a little bit healthier just getting your veggies and stuff in there. Uh, one thing I will not have on the sandwich um, when I eat that meatball marinara is the jalapenos. They just don't, it's very much a, a Hispanic flavor um, and you don't want that on the Italian meatballs, you know. Um, it just clashes, it does not go well. But something that is odd that I do is I do get ranch and Chipotle, I do get ranch and Chipotle Southwest on, uh, on uh, the, the meatball marinara. And I'll tell you what, that is why these, these last two sandwiches, the, uh, the meatball marinara and the buffalo, that's why they are four and five on the list because they, they are pre-sauced sandwiches. And then when you add the, when you add the ranch and the, and the Chipotle Southwest, which by the way, that is a, it's a, it's a must, it's a must for the sandwich. I mean, come on. Um, when you add those, um, it, it's just, if you have a beard, forget about it. Like, unless you're planning on eating it and then going straight home and taking a shower, there's no sense. It, you can't even dunk your you can't even dunk your face in the sink and get clean. You gotta be able to blast that thing off with the shower head. So uh, number three on the list would be um, huh. oh man, that's difficult. I'd say I almost want to say. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go, uh, we'll go the steak, we'll go the steak and cheese, only because it's so dang expensive, like, beyond expensive, um, for what I want to pay for a sub, typically, so, um, yeah, we'll, we'll go that, we'll go that route, um, and it's the same loadout. It, it has how you gotta have jalapenos on it you gotta have pepper jack cheese um if I that is something I did not say I've got three go-to cheeses there pepper jack um provolone and then the white American you can't go wrong with any of those they all have a distinct flavor that they that they bring to the party and and honestly like if something I used to do a lot is uh, pepper jack and provolone like uh, tell them to go half and half or if you want a little bit of a, uh, a, a more more of a punch then you go the white American and the, and the pepper jack because um, the provolone doesn't have much of a cheesy you know punch you know um, but the the white American does it's 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 kind of sharp honestly um, comparatively to the provolone so uh, yeah, the steak and cheese is good. The, uh, so that's number three. Number two would have to be a classic, which I have not had in a long time. 
next time I go, I'm going to have to convince myself to get it. Um, sweet onion chicken teriyaki. It is so good. It is the, it is the first sub that I got to pick for myself. Um, and I didn't actually pick it for myself. So whenever I, I would go to Subway prior to that, my mom would just, I think my mom would just get us the cheapest thing on the menu. She would, she would pick for us. Um, so, and that's no blame to her at all. I mean, you gotta, you got kids, you gotta save money, but, uh, um, we, uh, when I, when I first got to pick for myself, I was in, it was the summer before seventh grade. I was in, uh, my first day of youth group was actually a trip, a, like a four-day trip to Michigan to stay in the um, pastor's father-in-law's cabin. Um, it was just a family cabin up there. Uh, they had room for all of us, you know, all of us youth group kids, and uh, we, uh, there was a, it was at New Buffalo, Michigan is where it was. Right on Lake Michigan, and there's a Subway sandwich shop there on the beach, and so we went in there, and Jason asked me like, "Hey man, you've been, are you good? Like, do you want, do you know what you want?" Because I think everybody else had ordered, and I was just standing there. I was like, "I don't really know. I've never really picked my own sandwich here." I said, "What do you get?" Because you know he's a pastor. I'm gonna trust him uh, that whatever sandwich choice he's gonna, you know, lead me to isn't gonna lead me to hell or whatever. So. Um, I get, uh, he's like, well, dude, he said, I'll tell you, I, I, I'm really liking the sweet onion chicken teriyaki right now. And so for years, probably my whole middle school life, all I got was sweet onion chicken teriyaki when I went to Subway. Um, I really, I really enjoy the flavor of the sauce and, uh, I really, um, I really enjoy I don't know. There's something to it. But uh number one on the list has to be Sorry, Stephanie just pulled up next to me and I'm trying to lip sync to her that I'm on the podcast. I'm on the podcast with myself. <laughs> she just told me to shut up. So uh um, let's see. Yes, number one on the list is another one that Jason turned me on to, which, um, I, it was one of those scenarios we met at Subway in Liberty, and, uh, we, uh, I, I didn't want to get buffalo chicken because I didn't want to mess my stuff up. They, they didn't have, uh, they didn't even have meatball marinara there at the time. Uh, they were out of the meatballs. Um, they had actually just sold the, the last meatball sub when we got there. I was like, man, what in the world am I going to do? And Jason was like, well, I've been getting, uh, I've been getting this, the spicy Italian. I was like, oh man. He's like, what do you get on it? And so he told me vegetables, which almost was the lineup for vegetables for me. Other than he doesn't get banana peppers, but I was going to get banana peppers on mine. Um, 
I said, what kind of sauce do you put on it? Because I always get sauce on the sandwich. Otherwise, it's dry, you know. He said, uh, I always get oil and vinegar. And so I'm like, wow. I will, uh, I, I will try this. I will, I will, I will go where you lead, Jason. And, uh, <laughs> dude, it was, it's so good. I, I love getting it. They don't, they don't do them anymore. We don't get ads for them anymore, but they used to have ads with the subway coupons on it. Buy one, get one free. And so I used to get, um, I used to get two of those because it's a sandwich. It's not so wet that you can't put it away, you know? Um, and so I'd get one, eat one, and then have one put in the fridge for the next day at work. I did that a lot when I was at Paragon. But, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, that's my top five Subway. I think, honestly, since we're both home, we're going to try to get some lunch. I think I'm just going to leave it at this. Um, but, yeah, until uh, until tomorrow. We'll see you guys. Well, as uh, you guys could have expected, I was not using my uh, five-day weekend uh, properly, and therefore I have not had, um, <laughs> I've had, but I have not used the proper time to, um, to do this episode. So I'm going to end this episode a little bit early with a, um, a list of 15 songs that Stephanie has shown me since um, we've been dating. Well, dating, engaged, married, um, which has been almost 11 years now. Um, so it was her. I asked her kind of her opinion. It was her idea um, to show... Um, Or to, to talk about some of the songs that she's shown me since we've been uh, since we've been uh, together. So let's see. These are not going to be in any certain order. But let me count them real quick. Okay, there's eighteen of them here. And uh, I'm going to put some kind of, um, I'm going to put three of them as runners-up to the top 15. Um, I would say a runner-up is uh, You by 2103. I don't listen to this song unless I'm with Stephanie. It's on an old mix. Or it's uh, we have our Spotify on and it would come up on the, the liked on Spotify. But... Um, it is a, I think it's like an early 2000s, um, like, Christian gospel, um, not rap, but it does have a beat kind of, you know, um, song, and it's just really, like, for me, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of entertainment value in it, but it's because of how Stephanie acts around the song, so that's, um, that's really good, yeah. That's called You by 2103. By the way, all of these songs are going to be... Um, all of these songs are going to be on a playlist that I'm going to put in the comments... Or in the um, description of this um, 
podcast episode. Um, let's see. I will say uh, Cure for Me by Aurora is a runner-up. Um, it is a, only a runner-up because I've only been listening to it for like a month or so. Um, it is a more recent song that Stephanie has got me into. And it is not it has not made it to my Spotify or my uh, iTunes. And that is why it is a runner-up. Um, I would say another one that's like that that I don't commonly look up or listen to on YouTube, Spotify, or have on my um, iTunes is... Uh, King for a Day by Pierce the Veil featuring Callan Quinn. She got me into that song about mm, three years ago, I'd say, and uh, I really like it. Um, it's just like a... I mean, it's come on, it's Pierce the Veil and Callan Quinn. You, if you know, you know. Um, so here's the, real, here's the real top 15. Not in any specific order because, like I said, I misused my five-day weekend, so I did not... Um, Put any of these in order. Plus, I only got the suggestion to do this about seven hours ago. So, um, we'll just start. Um, we'll start at the top, I guess. We'll just start at the top. Um, so, Nikki FM by Hawthorne Heights. I had heard Hawthorne Heights in high school, um, even in some in middle school a little bit. Um, I believe Michael showed me them. Maybe, or possibly Alvin Blakely um, showed me them. Um, but I'd never heard Nikki FM um, until recently, like probably four years ago. Um, Stephanie showed me that song. I may have heard it on a mix, but there's a really weird history of me with music, which I will get into um, later, later on specifically about a certain, certain couple of these songs. But yes, Nikki FM is really good. We saw Hawthorne Heights in concert um, with Emery back in 2019, I believe it was. And uh, um, Hawthorne Heights played the only song I knew by them at the time, which was um, Ohio's for Lovers. So obviously that one's good. But Nikki FM is really good. Um Going to the next song, uh, Red Hands by Walk Off the Earth. Um, Walk Off the Earth, I was shown by, well, Stephanie and I both were shown them by uh, um, Tyler and Ryan Moore back in the day. Tyler was our youth leader. Um, and Walk Off the Earth did a cover of, or what do they call it? Um, somebody I used to know by Gautier. And, uh, they're just like a, they were a YouTube band, and uh, but they did they did a couple of originals. Red Hands is one of those originals. It's really really good. Um, the third on the list is actually two songs, but that they were shown to me pretty um, pretty close together. Um, they're both by Dance Gavin Dance. The only song I knew really by Dance Gavin Dance at the time was um pounce bounce it had a spot on uh one of the two discs on the uh fans warp tour 2011 compilation um so the two songs that stephanie showed me were one in a million and strawberries wake um 
Not that I hadn't listened to um, any of this Dance Kevin Dance other tracks by possibly accident or or maybe I had heard. Sorry. <laughs> maybe I had heard Pounce Bounce and thought, I wonder what these guys are like. Again, I had a certain point at listening to music where maybe that would not have fit um, exactly the mold for me for music what I wanted to put in my ear so um but these two songs are one in a million and strawberries wake they both have amazing music videos um um and I say that because the one in a million music video um Stephanie sent me that video while I because we were talking about this today she thought maybe I had showed her that um but I said no I said I was at Paragon, and I was clocking out, I was standing at the clock out, um, this was post-COVID, or, you know, after COVID had happened, and was, we were, I think maybe even still in lockdown at this point, um, and I'm standing in line, I've got my headphones in, and Stephanie sent me this, uh, video for One in a Million, and I'm standing there, tearing up in the line for, for clock out, <laughs> because, Oh, the video is awesome. You guys got to go check out that video. There's like this part with this. If if you watch it and then you like watch like the part like with the deer, you're gonna know what I'm talking about. Um, okay, number four would be the Power of Love by Gabrielle Applin. It's this beautiful piano-driven song. Um, it's just really, I for me. It represents, not only because Stephanie showed me the song, but just I think a lot of it, uh, a lot of the lyrics of the song represent, like, what our love is like, what love in just general is like, and it's it's very, it's a very good love song. Um, Say Your Prayers by The Wedding. So I think possibly, oh yeah, by by the time that I had heard Say Your Prayers for the first time when Stephanie showed me it, I had heard... The Weddings album from 2014, I think, or 2013, one of the two. Um, they had an album called, On Tooth and Nail, called um, No Direction. And No Direction is a little bit different sounding than, I guess, their older stuff. But uh, Stephanie showed me Say Your Prayers. And it's just a really good song about, I think it's, it's from the point of view of God. Um, pretty much he, at, at one point, from the point of view of God, the lead singer sings, you, do you want to walk with me? Or, so you want to walk with me, do you? So you want to walk with me. Um, if you love me, then just love me. Don't, uh, don't just give me pretty words. Lay your life down on the altar. Show me, uh, just how serious you are. Um, and, uh, it's convicting. It, it truly is convicting when you listen to it and realize uh, sometimes all you do is give lip service to God. Um, let's see. Go, I'm going to skip that one and come back to it. Uh, Miss You by Blink-182. So when I was in high school, um, there was an unnamed person in my grade. <laughs> that was a popular kid that I counted as an enemy. Um he really actually never did anything to me other than in third grade 
he told on me and a friend um, that we had, me and this friend um, had looked up the word S-E-X in the dictionary. And we were laughing about it because we're in third grade, you know. And uh, so there was a girl in our grade. It was, there was a girl in our class. And we were like, hey, hey, you know, blank. Um, <laughs> come look at the dictionary. We found a fun word in the dictionary. Said, oh, yeah, sure. She, so she came over and she was looking at the dictionary. And uh, we pointed the word S-E-X and she freaked out. But she didn't tell on us or anything. Well, two other guys in our in our class um, asked her why she freaked out on me and my friend. And uh, she was like, well, they showed me the word S-E-X. And those two guys were like, oh, they did? They shouldn't have done that. So um, they went to the teacher and got us in trouble. And I was really mad about it. Um, so what's funny is, is eventually the one guy we, we ended up being friends with, but the other guy we just never liked ever since then. Um, so anyways, so this guy's in high school with us or whatever, and he would wear these band t-shirts and I'm like, he is such a poser. He doesn't even like those bands probably, but any of the bands that he wore, band t-shirt, you know, a band tee of, which mostly it was Blink-182, I was like, well, he likes them. I'll never listen to Blink-182. Well, um, Stephanie sent, Stephanie got me eventually to listen to Miss You by Blink-182, and uh, I, have to, I have to admit, it's really good. And the funny thing about the, the guy who wore the Blink-182 t-shirts, so I guess I like, wasn't into reading, specifically reading in context, when I was in uh, high school. <laughs> so there was this band t-shirt that I thought was a Blink-182 Blink t-shirt. And I, I even told my art teacher one day, he is so pompous. Like, I just want to rip that t-shirt off of him and, like, burn it right in front of him. And push him into the fire that I made with his t-shirt. Like, <laughs> I ended up figuring out, <laughs> watching this documentary, that the that the shirt that it was... Well, I found out on the documentary, and then I actually ended up looking the T-shirt up on Merch Now, and it was still on there and extra small or something. But it's a Devil Wears Prada T-shirt. And I was like, good thing I never found out that he liked Devil Wears Prada. Because <laughs> I love Devil Wears Prada, and I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> Maybe I would have became friends with him, actually. But um, Let's see. Next one is Brightest Acoustic Version by Copeland. So I'd heard some Copeland. Back in the TVU days, I had heard specifically Pin Your Wings. I love that music video. Um, let's see. I heard, I had heard... Well, maybe I didn't really get into Copeland until Stephanie and I met. But anyways, um, I got into Copeland and then... Stephanie showed me, I went to Hastings is what it is, and I had bought, while we were engaged, and I bought, um, what is it called? You Are My Sunshine, and uh, <laughs> the one album that has Pin Your Wings. I can't remember the name of the album right now. 
But um, I bought those two albums. So I was into them. I really like both of those albums. Specifically, um, specifically You Are My Sunshine. And uh, Stephanie showed me, or she would, I don't know, post the lyrics to this brightest on my wall or something on Facebook. I can't remember. There's a, there's a line in it that says, which is the is the focus. I mean, this is why it's titled this. But he says, uh, Aaron Marsh sings, because uh, you are the brightest little firefly in my jar. Um, it's just not, it's not, it's, again, it's a love song. It's really nice. Um, but I had, two things were shocking. A, I did not know there was an acoustic song, an acoustic version of this song. Um, and B, Stephanie doesn't really like acoustic versions of songs, so it was really, um, it was really nice for her to, um, it was almost such an oddity for her to like an acoustic song, I just had to like it. Now, it's likable on its own anyways, but, uh, let's see, the next one is Little Talks, which by, of, <laughs> Little Talks by Of Monsters and Men, which I was really shocked at this. Stephanie looked that one up when it came out because we were curious because I was sure it was like 2013 because I remember I remember it was on G1013 when I worked at the Elevator Factory and uh it it would be on G1013 on the radio there when they play radio in the shop. Um I so I was sure it was like 2013. I guess it came out in 2011, but Stephanie got me into that. She posted, um, she posted the YouTube video to my Facebook wall. Um, I do remember that. Um, let's see. The next one. Uh, the next one is perfectly called "Perfectly Aligned." Um, it's by Milo Green. So when th- this, so this is, um. This is where it gets into a little bit of the musical backstory on, on maybe why I'm like kind of weird on certain music at, at certain points in my life. So Perfectly Aligned, it's this beautiful song. Honestly, it's this really, um, like what I, we would call, like we would consider, like it's just like an indie song. Like it's built through and through like an indie song. It's very, um, it's not synth based, but it's, how most synth-based stuff is like really ethereal and stuff. That's kind of what this song is, but it's it's built like a real song too. That's hard to explain. You'll have to just listen to it. But um, the idea that the song was called "Perfectly Aligned," I don't even think there was any lyrical content that made me think this this way. But immediately I started like looking at Stephanie a different way and I was like, oh, so you're like a hippie or you're like a Buddhist or something where the universe is just aligned for you, isn't it? That's so demonic. Are you even a Christian anymore? And I would do this with I would do this with stuff. Um, so the next song that kind of brought that out for me. So in 2013, we were engaged. We didn't spend a ton of time together because I'd started working 40 hours a week. Um, and and I, a lot of different stuff was putting strain on our relationship. I had a bunch of stuff going on in my life that I wasn't even sharing with Stephanie that just 
was uh, just internal struggle stuff that I just didn't want to. A, I didn't want to deal with it. B, I especially did not want to have to share with someone that I was dealing with it. So, um, so you go over. Stephanie's sitting there watching MTV in a room, and uh, she's like, "Oh, I want to show you this song." Uh, and at the time, for a little bit of background, uh, a little bit more background. So Stephanie had gotten back into. Um, Hollywood Undead, which I had never really, I had never really given a fair shake, but also, I was very much against, (laughs) well, okay, I had a very, I had a very picky palette for music when it came to secular music, so, so, she had had a couple of Hollywood Undead songs on a, on a burn CD in her car, and I would fight her on it to turn it off. I couldn't deal with it, all this stuff, to the point almost where I was saying, like, like I personally at the time believed that Hollywood Undead, they were just, um, they were demonic. They were complete, that band was completely demonic, and, and, and they're, like I told her today, like I remember telling you that, like, like, well, have fun when that band drags you to hell. <laughs> like, completely just off. <sighs> so silly. I mean, so, um, she shows me this song called Guns. Guns for Hands by 21 Pilots. I'd never heard of, no one had really ever heard of 21 Pilots. I guess some people had because they were on MTV already. But um, I was I was just sitting there like, well, have fun. I mean, have fun in hell. Like, it was, re- like, that's really bad and judgy. But I, I thought that, and she goes, no, I looked it up. They're Christians and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, they say they are. And I just... I was out of bounds, dude, like, because I wasn't. I don't think I was, like, (laughs) whatever you're supposed to be as a Christian, I definitely wasn't that at the time. I was just so freaking judgy. So, (laughs) but uh, thank goodness that, you know, I ended up liking Guns for Hands so much. Um, I think another thing, honestly, that I thought was demonic about Stephanie and, like, demonic about the music is that uh, 21 Pilots was hitting uh, depression head on in a lot of their songs and um, specifically Guns for Hands um, depression and violence Um, and so Stephanie had complained about depression and stuff and I had back in the day not listened to her and I had depression and violent episodes in my life that I wasn't, um, I wasn't paying attention to what that was because I was grown up to not pay attention to that stuff. And, uh, so I think I was calling it demonic because it was like making me have to battle this stuff that probably actually was demonic in myself, you know, um, Anyways, we'll get past that. Um, so, 
A Monster by Megan Dia was one I thought. I don't think I had ever heard of Megan Dia. I'd heard of them. I had never heard of them. Um, I know like two years prior to when Stephanie and I got together, um, maybe just the year prior or year and a half, two years, something like that, Michael had showed me um, Tegan and Sarah. So I thought Megan Dia was Tegan and Sarah for the longest time. But um, she showed me this song called Monster, and it's actually like a really... It's not a bad song. It's just a song about a really bad thing that happened to a girl. Um, but it's like... It's just a well it's a well built song and I'm glad that Stephanie showed it to me. Um Such Great Heights by Confide is the next song on the list. Um Such Great Heights is originally a song by the Postal Service. It's honestly kind of sucky in my opinion. Like it's listenable, but it's not top on my list. But the Confide version is super awesome. So Confide which I had never heard of Confide before this, um, before Stephanie showed me this. Um, Confide is a band, I would say they are, um, they would roll probably, um, sound-wise in the same group as Under Oath pre-2008. Well, No. 2008, if you take Under Earth 2000 back, 2008 and back, Confide fits in their sound. Um, but it's just this awesome, like, I will put the, on the playlist, I will put the, um, the original version of the song. So you can hear that also to, to compare them. But Confide is just really, they're really heavy. And they have a, uh, just like Under Earth, they have a clean singer on drums and he kills it. So, um. That's really good. Um, a really funny one. Um, so Stephanie likes the band Our Last Night. She found them on YouTube again. They're another YouTube band. Um, but they do a ton of pop uh, pop music covers. And just really hardcore them up. Like, um, And so Our Last Night did a cover of... Um, Who Let the Dogs Out by Baja Men, featuring Baja Men. So it's it's the Baja Men song, but it's it's rewritten to be a hardcore song. But they still have the Baja Men singing and rapping in it. And uh, I'm telling you, if you have um, if you have a tendency to get songs stuck in your head. That might not be the one to listen to because it absolutely, it absolutely just, it got stuck in my head for like three weeks. I could barely sleep. It was so stuck in my head. But I, I couldn't stop going back to YouTube and watching it and, and listening to it because it's so good. Um, the next one is Escapist by Nightwish. This is like a weird Norse kind of sounding like oh, what's the band that does Carol of the Bells uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra kind of sound but they have a uh, 
female lead singer is very operatic. It's very, uh, it's a full sound um, of a heavy band, you know. Um, the yeah, Escapist by Nightwish has some, definitely some surreal, some some surreal uh, lyrics. Um, the vocals are stunning. Everything in its perfect front to back, I, I believe. Um, the last song is a surprising one. Um, the last song on the list is uh, Little Houses by Amanda Seyfried. I don't know, honestly, I don't know the history of the song. But uh, Stephanie put this on a playlist that she made for me once. and uh, Not a playlist. She put this on a burned disc, <laughs> like a mix CD, um, for me, and it's just a beautiful. It's a beautiful song. And at the time, I was listening to a lot of stuff like this, um, kind of softer stuff, um, like Al City, um, like um, what was the one band, The Icarus Account, stuff like that. Um, and so it's it's just a really and to know that this that Amanda Seyfried is an actor first and a singer second is is mind boggling because it's like man you got something there um, I really uh, I really enjoy it but I'm glad that I have a wife that could um, share these things with me new music and stuff with me. Um, but also, um, that could, um, continue to do so. Um, look, I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave you guys with that. Uh, a little surprise episode, but, uh, have a, have a good rest of the week. Um, and enjoy yourself. Yeah, do well to other people. Peace.